The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the psalm of the scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. What does the Word of God mean to you? How, how do you value Scripture? You know, the psalmist in Psalm 119 uh, just again and again seems to articulate uh, the, the deep, eternal value of the Word of God. We've come today to Psalm 119, verses 105 to 112, and what a section this is. I want to read it with you, and then, by the grace of God, I want to just point out a few things today that I hope will encourage you. Psalm 119, verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Except I beseech thee the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined mine heart to perform thy statutes always, even unto the end. There's a lot of truth in this section. There's a lot of truth in every section, but what an amazing portion of Psalm 119 this is. It begins really with a very famous verse. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I think that's a very interesting beginning point for this section because it begins by showing us the light of the Word of God. And in a very real sense, that's what it is. It is the, the illuminating Word of God. It is the means by which the Holy Spirit sheds light on our path. So if you need to know the next step, you need to know what to do next, you need the Word of God. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 23 says, For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. So, God says, if you need light on the path, then you need the Word. And then he moves from God's Word being light to God's Word being life. He said, I'm afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord. Literally, make me alive. Breathe fresh life back into me. Sometimes we get dead in our souls, don't we? We get dull. and We get to the place where we're cold and, and calloused and indifferent. I'll tell you what wakes me up. The Word wakes me up. The life-giving power of God uh, begins to be stirred in me as I spend time in the Word because, remember, Scripture is God-breathed. It is God's very breath. God's Spirit is in the Word. And so it gives light, it gives, gives life, and then it gives liberty. He said, The wicked laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. The idea here is I would have been caught. I would have been trapped. I would have been in the pits but you kept me at liberty. And God's word is what helps your mind stay free and your heart stay unencumbered, not entangled with so many things. All the, the divine sufficiency of the scriptures, that's what this whole study is about, uh, the, the principle that all you need is found in the word. 
Uh, there's a sense as I, as I scan this section that really the Scripture is seen here as God's guidebook. You know, when you take a trip, as you travel, you know the GPS matters. Uh, the, the mapping uh, is important. And the Word of God does that for us. In verse 105, it orders every step. It's the lamp to our feet. It's the light to our path. Uh, in verse 110, it keeps us from the snares. So it keeps you uh, away from the, the detours and uh, the, the stops that you shouldn't take. And then when you come to the end of the section, verse 112, he said, I'm going to keep it unto the end. So it leads you all the way to the finish line. I love the divine progression here. Uh, from the little step where I am, in verse 105, thy word a lamp unto my feet, from the step right where I am, to the last step at the very end, it is the word of God that guides me. It gives me light, it gives me life, and it gives me liberty at every step on my journey. But here's the truth I want you to take away from this section today. It is perhaps the most obvious, and it is so obvious we miss it. As I read Psalm 119, verses 105 to 112, did you notice the number of times that you find the word my and thy? Simple little words, right? My and thy. In fact, 15 times, if my math is correct, in this one section, you have those words. Eight times, it is thy. That's a word for God. He takes the preeminent place. Seven times, it is my. Uh, this is the personal aspect of the Word of God. You know, we talk a great deal about the preservation of Scripture, and we should. God promised to preserve it to every generation. We talk about the power of Scripture, and it is powerful. But God's emphasis in this section is on the personalization of Scripture, connecting the Word of God to each of our lives. May I remind you, there are only two eternal things on earth right now. Only two things are on this planet right now that will last for eternity. What are they? They are the eternal souls of people like us and the eternal Word of God. So when you can connect an eternal soul with eternal truth, that changes everything. And so here's what God is doing in this section, go through it yourself. Psalm 119, verses 105 to 112, and mark all these personal possessive pronouns that are found in this section. My and thy, my and thy, my and thy. In verse 105, it's thy light and my path. In verse 106, it's thy righteous judgments and my obedience. In verse 107, it's thy life-giving word and my affliction. In verse 108, it's thy judgments and my praise. In verse 109, it's thy law and my soul. In verse 110, it's thy safety and my danger. In verse 111, it's thy testimonies and my joy. In verse 112, it's thy statutes and my heart. Are you getting the picture? God doesn't want his word to be some theoretical thing, uh, some vague thing. No, the Lord wants it to be personal. He wants it to be yours. The Word of God is not just a manual. It's a love letter. It's deeply personal. It's not just something for information. It is, it's where we find our divine connection with our God. So if you want to know the Lord and you want to be close to the Lord, then you have to get in the Word of the Lord. Make it your own. Years ago, one of my favorite Bible teachers, Frank Sells, used to use that expression. He would hear something, some wonderful truth explained from Scripture, something that he had never quite understood before, never grasped before, and I can still see his face light up. He was quite a teacher, but he was still a student. 
He had the heart of a student, hungry after God. His face would light up, and he would say, oh, I'm going to make that my own. Could I challenge you to do that today? Would you take Bible in hand, and would you say, by the grace of God, I'm going to make this my own? I'm going to personalize Scripture. I'm going to internalize Scripture. I'm going to make it something not just that I carry in my hand or open at the church house. I'm going to so hide God's Word in my heart and begin to apply it to my daily life that it truly becomes mine. God's Word, my life, my and thy. Now, I've got a homework assignment for you. I want you to take this section, Psalm 119, verses 105 to 112, and spend a little time in it. Just a hint, we're coming back to it in our next study, and I want to show you eight things all of us ought to be doing with the Bible. And they're all found right here in this one section of Psalm 119, verses 105 to 112. See if you can start the list. And I look forward to studying with you again the next time. God's Word is all we need. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others.